Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The Strawberry Alarm Clock on FM 104. Oh, what a show. Oh, sketch, Podgy, sketch. The guard. Oh, what are you doing to me? Inspector Podgy is in the house. Inspector Podgy. What's your favorite gadget, Podgy? I couldn't tell you that on radio. <laughs> <laughs> go, go, gadget, bargain popper. Nobby's is his dash cam. Yeah. Mine's the barrel popper. <laughs> the barrel popper. Yeah, barrel popper. yeah. My dash cam's in my attic at the moment. Right. Is it getting any that, good footage? I tell you, that wasn't a successful daytime TV show, was it? Dash cam in the attic. No. <laughs> dash cam, cam in, in the, the attic. attic. It never took off. I thought it was a brilliant idea. Yeah, it turned out to be a whole lot of insulating. That's it. Ah, <laughs> uh, when I get a car Just worth padding and padding and padding, man. Happy, Happy New, New Year, Podgy. Happy No Beer. Ah, stop it! It's terrible. Are you doing Veganuary, Dry January, Hammy January? I'm doing rice and crisp January. <laughs> I'm just eating rice krispies for the whole of January. I was I was expecting a lot more snap and crackle in my life, but everything's just gone pop. Sap <laughs> crackling clop. This is the guard when you kind of get the right. It's You kind of get the right. Friday. It's a bad weekend for the telly. Right. But catastrophe is back, lads, on oh. the telly. Yeah, I came back on Wednesday night. Come on, Ireland. Or Tuesday night, yeah. Tuesday night. Tuesday night at 10 o'clock on Channel 4. Very funny show. <laughs> Will and Grace is back on Monday as well, That's lads. a very funny show. I love that show. New, new Will and Grace on RTE2 on Monday. And it's excellent. And Crossy's never seen Will and Grace, and I keep telling him he wouldn't love it. I know, he's never what? seen it. He's basically in it. <laughs> <laughs> and true, speaking of which, true dick is back on Sky Atlantic. Yeah. A new series of True Detective. Oh, very good. All right. Yeah, on your Sky Atlantic on Monday as well, so that might be worth a go. But here's your Friday! Pigeons! Jessica Ennis Hill is uh, down the pier with Jamie and Jimmy. Oh, yeah, I like Make that it. show. That's just that's a good show, isn't it? That's a nice... It is a good show. The yeah. only thing that annoys me is Jimmy's hair. I don't know what's going on with that. The hair is always blowing around and the, the quiff thing he has. You know there's going to be hair in your dealer when you get it off him, isn't it? All he does is those new, those bills where he builds a barbecue at the back made of like somebody's I know. chimney pot. But I tell you what, and he says, "Do you lot, are you lot hungry?" That's all he does. <laughs> but they get some serious guests on it. Like. Danny DeVito crying proper, was amazing. Did you proper, see that? Yeah, oh, that was brilliant. Yeah, famous people like. Although it's a long walk down that pier. There's a train. Is there? That's what, yeah. They go. They arrive on the train. I've never seen the train start. There's a train. Yeah, fast forward to about, the ads. I think it's two miles long. That that pier. Jeez, go on over that. 
Yeah. She needed Too to walk. Wild. It was built for wartime to get the guns in. Well, the ships couldn't come to shore, so they'd come up to the end of that pier and they'd ship, they'd carry them down, pier them down. Yeah. Jesus, lad, you're, you're a mine of information. No, he said that on the, the episode with Harry Hill. Right, 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 right. Eight out of ten cats has uh, Johnny Vegas on it, so that might be worth a go. I like when Adam Buxton is in Dictionary Corner. Yeah, I like that as well. I don't know who's in Dictionary Corner this week. Uh, let's have a guess. Sean Locke is on, Luke Sanders, no, no. Alan Carr is on. Doesn't say who's in Dictionary Corner. No. I interviewed Sean Locke, you were off, Jim. He was nice. Yeah. He's a very nice man. I've interviewed him on the phone as well mm. years ago when you were off. He hates your boat, though. He does, yeah. He did say that, yeah. yeah. You should watch these pictures. Shane, if you like a bang-bang, put on TG4 at 9 o'clock. Shane. That's my father-in-law's favourite picture of all oh, time. I don't blame him. I do not blame him. Jackass presents Bad Grandpa. Oh, yeah. That's pretty funny in parts. It's pretty funny in parts. 11 o'clock, I'm feeling fall. Does a granddad end up on his head in the jacks? Oh, he gets his willy caught oh. in a vending machine. Oh. It's a rubber willy, oh, but people oh. think it's real and he's oh. reefing it. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. man, it's so funny. What part of it? He's Honestly, reefing it. It brings a whole new meaning to Walt Disney's Mickey. <laughs> it's so funny. Double decker. And a couple of good uh, uh, documentaries on. Sky Gelantic has Going Clear. You know, the Scientology picture. It's a good one, that one. Nine o'clock on Sky Gelantic. And here on RTE2, a quarter past midnight, Mr. Calzaghi. Joe Calzaghi and Enzo Calzaghi. You know, the boxers. Yeah. A good little watch, that. Okay. I would give that a pencil. Good luck to you. Good luck to you, the Panage. There he goes. He'll be back in a few minutes with a Saturday and Sunday, if you don't mind. The Strawberry Alarm Clock on FM 104. Ben Murray will be back this afternoon. Back once again, the Renegade Master. On the jam. Yesterday, Crossy met this man. This is Samuel L. Jackson, and you're listening to the Strawberry Alarm Clock. And I'm a huge friend of this show. He's got to be one of the coolest men in the world. He's incredible. I was talking about you, Crossy. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to sit beside him yesterday. Uh, eight of us had to interview him, and I made sure my seat was right beside his. How tall is he? He is about six foot three. So big. He smells really nice. He's wearing. A, he's really stylish. So he's wearing a pair of Adidas tracksuit bottoms with a cardigan yeah. and a hat and a real, real nice pair of black glasses. He could wear one every once and get away with it, couldn't off. he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, man, yo. He's and 70 now. Yeah. And he said one of his trademark words, mother... Like, mother care. Yeah. He loves I, that shop. I said, will yeah. you say that again? And he's like, there's ladies present. I'm not going to say that again. Uh, he was really nice. Um, but um, the movie's fantastic. If you ever watched Unbreakable, it was released in the year 2000. It was a thriller starring Bruce Willis yeah. and himself. And then Split was released two years ago with James McAvoy. M. Night Shyamalan... Um, decided these two movies need to have a sequel together and spoiler alert if you never watched Split Bruce Willis is at the end of it and this leads on to this movie now which is Glass okay um, so it, he's 70 so um, you were asking yeah how? well it just I'm not, I'm not sorry to have to go into it live on air none of those clips are loaded <laughs> 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 on the bits page oh bits it's on bits page yeah oh, okay alright sorry there you go sorry you mother care <laughs> Mother care. So uh, start again. Sorry. So yeah. So he's seventy, and Crossy, you asked him how he keeps going at that age. Yeah. What pushes him? In a world that's based in reality in a very real kind of way, and you've got some extraordinary people who can do these extraordinary things. It's like if a guy walked in his room today and said, "You know, I'm bulletproof. Here's a gun." 
shoot me, you go, well, let's talk about that. You put the gun down and go, can we talk about that? And why do you think that? I mean, have you actually shot yourself? And, you know, those kind of things. So, And that's where Sarah comes in. Uh, and, yes, there may have been some instance, you know, like when people talk about mothers pulling their kids from under cars, you know, and things like that. Things like that do happen. But it's not something that happens every day, and it's not a constant. And if she thought she could pick up a car every day, that would be an issue. You know, people <laughs> want to talk to her about it. And you try to talk her out of that notion. And that's the thing that they're doing. They're trying to talk people out of that notion or letting people, or there's a society that does not want people to know there's something inside them that they may be able to tap that would make them extraordinary. Not even necessarily a superhero, but extraordinary. So that's the difference between real world superheroes and superheroes. Yeah, the the different the mood the thing about this movie is that Sarah Paulson's character, she is the one trying to tell these lads you're not superheroes, you're just mad. And that's what he was talking about. Um, was Bruce Willis Batman? In the movie. Was he supposed because remember in Unbreakable, he kind of was wearing this cape and it looked a bit like and they realized he had these powers and there was a kind of a Batman vibe off him standing in the rain. The cape is back. The Let cape me tell is you. Back. And he is stronger than ever and he's meaner than ever. And uh, he looks older. So what they do is in this glass movie, they play clips from Unbreakable, yeah, from before, even clips that weren't in the movie but were shot for Unbreakable. Oh, wow. So you get to see Bruce twenty years ago and Bruce now, which is kind of scary, seeing how different he is. He had a lot of hair back then. He doesn't have much hair now. Right. So yeah, Samuel Jackson was seventy at Christmas. So we're asking him what pushes him. I just keep getting up going to work. Yeah, I look for stories. I look for characters. I hope you know there's always something that I can, I can do that will you know fulfill me in a specific way that will allow me to get up and create something that I haven't created before that gives me some joy. Uh, and I leave work or get home every day and I can smile at night and say that was fun. He's just so cool, isn't he? There's just nothing not cool about him. Yeah, I'd like. I'm going to put the whole interview up on the website because yeah. he talks in depth about a lot of things. But there was one thing we we started chatting about is about James McAvoy. Did he respect Samuel? Like, was he looking at him going, "Wow, this is crazy"? I'm yeah. working with Samuel L. Jackson. So I'm getting that vibe now, just listening yeah. to him. Yeah. So uh, he talks. Sam talks about being an actor, but there's one thing to know about this. Bruce Willis is also in the movie, but wasn't there yesterday. And just read between the lines because the two of them look at each other when they're talking and start laughing about actors who have so much money don't need to act, but just do it for the attention. Have a listen to the clip and okay. see if he's talking about Bruce Willis. You know, when we're young actors and we're out there trying to figure it out, you know, the one thing we're trying to do is figure out acting opportunities. So, you know, we love to go to auditions. We love to you know, show out for people. That's what we do. And all of a sudden we're in a position where we're able to make choices and we make those choices and then those guys show up to work and they're like, sad sacks. It's like, <laughs> why are you here? You know? This is supposed to be a fun place. Yeah. yeah. And I get it. If you go to do it to make the bills and stuff but you don't enjoy it, all right, I get it. But there's guys that don't need it. There's people that have made their money. They can stay at home. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, they don't have to do it. They're just, they trying, to stay, they're just trying to stay relevant. And they took a job, and they, they hate the job. They hate the director. They hate the, you know. They hate the yeah, whole process. Be weird to slide off on the coaster. Maybe they, though, wouldn't it? Because Samuel L. Jackson and Bruce Willis have been in, in a huge amount of movies together. Things so it was Pulp Fiction, uh, Die Hard, the one in New York. Mm -hmm. like the, that's just off the top of my head. But there's been about, I'd say there's about eight or nine movies that they've been in together. So I just I got that vibe. It was very strange. And then when I said it to the whole group when they left the room, 
they're like you're right that's who they were talking about because they, it was just the look they gave each other going huh he's not here today I well, wonder he's not what's very, he hates junkets so even when he does them he, he's, he looks like he's being tortured yeah. Bruce Willis now M. Night Shyamalan is one of the biggest uh, scary movie directors in yeah. the world He'd be like Hitchcock, Hitchcock wouldn't he? He would be, yeah. Yeah? Modern day. So, if you're into scary movies, you're into blood. Yeah. Have a listen to this. I ask, was there any messing on the set? Nobody. We didn't have time for that. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Although you did crack me up one time. Like, remember when we had the, blood, the argument with the blood? You, we needed blood and like nobody went in. Night didn't want blood and you wanted blood. Yeah. That was, that was one of the best moments I've ever had. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, he just, yeah. I'm like, dude, you're supposed to be like a horror master and you're like, Afraid of blood. You're <laughs> <laughs> so trying to say you trying to make this a PG movie? Come on, it's just blood. I'm a I'm a gore fest person. I like gore. <laughs> I like gore. Yeah, he's there's just something so cool about him. He walked around. He was walking around this hotel, which cost I checked last night nine hundred euro a night to stay in and he was walking around you know just normal signing autographs getting photographs of people mm. chatting movie away companies are paying for that not him I know <laughs> that's, yeah. like, that's, that's the kind of budget for some of those gigs yeah it was right. incredible so he was cool yeah the movie's out the 18th of January and if you're into tense thrillers I didn't know what was wrong with me afterwards I was so up the walls up the walls and Sarah Paulson is gorgeous okay well that's quite a claim yeah she, she smells really nice as well. What do you smell like? See, I like smelling celebrities. You know yeah, when you can get yeah. to see what they smell like. Samuel L. Jackson smells like somebody who looks after himself. Like, is a Miyaki? Is it not? Is a Makaya? What's that um, aftershave? Is a, is a Miyaki? Is a Miyaki? He was wearing his Miyaki. Yeah. And she was wearing some sort of fresh perfume. Right. Yeah. You imagine celebrities would smell nice, don't you? Most of them, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Expensive aftershave. Yeah. FM one four. Back in a sec. The strawberry alarm clock on FM one hundred four. If there was an award for somebody who's light on their feet, it's certainly Podgy after a a home invasion. He can escape most crimes. Good morning, Podgy. Would you, give you know that uh, sound effect they do when Fred Flintstone's bowling? That's me running out of a gaff. That's it, yeah. yeah, would, yeah. would you have gone on Dancing with the Stars, Ireland? I think, I, you know what, I, I turned them down last year. Now, they didn't ask this year because I turned them down very abruptly. So mm. I might go next year. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, last year I told them to shove it up that hole and I don't think they took well to that, you know? <laughs> You couldn't even watch yourself on it because you don't watch RTE. I don't have RTE on my telly. Well, I block that channel. You know why some people do block, block all the uh, girls on the phone so the kids can't see it? Yeah, yeah. I block RTE so I don't turn into a gobshite from the country. I'm a conscientious objector to your telly. <laughs> Saturday on your telly, what will you watch? Michael McIntyre's big show is the last in the series Thank on Christ. Saturday night. Uh, a lot of people like that show, you know. It's massive, massive. It's a huge show. Snow Patrol is on it. Wow. Yeah, there you go. Big finish. Terry Godleyman does the stand-up, you know, or she's in that thing with Ricky Gervais and uh, she's in a bad move with uh, Jack D. 
And Alan Carr is handing over his phone, so that might be worth a go. That's a fix, lads. They they tell them exactly what's going to happen ah, before happens. Ah, yeah. Uh, you, would you say Vernon Cade go on that show? Would you plug his phone in? I wouldn't have said so. <laughs> I wouldn't have said so. Uh, I don't think they could even show that to the audience. Then when the bits they'd have to blur on the screen. <laughs> Our survey says. Or a survey said <laughs> When the Man United actually get to play a team I think that's Sunday It's coming up soon They yeah. haven't had a single game yet Have they? So Man United against Bally Brack well, you know I, I mean? I, they're, I, down to t- they're down to 10 men At the best of times <laughs> They are playing better But they're playing against uh, Kind of smaller sides Yeah I know But I was the world uh, WBC boxing champion When they only had to take on Boy Scouts Do you know what I mean? Yeah I'm going to say one thing to Man United fans. Fair enough, you are playing better, but two things to bear in mind. I told you Mourinho was yours, <laughs> and we got rid of him for you. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, would be nice. <laughs> this is a good little picture now on BBC Two, a quarter to ten, Manchester by the sea, starring Casey Affleck. Didn't he get the, did he get the Oscar for that? Yes. Oh, bananas, bananas of the heavy variety, but give it the go. Uh, Sky Premier at 25 past 10. Have you seen the ads for this everywhere? Life itself. Annette Benning, Olivia Wilde, Antonio Banderas. It's on in the pictures at the moment. And it's on Sky Premier at the same time. How does that happen? They're doing a bit of that now. They're doing a bit of that. Bit of a you know, that's, that's the thing they're doing, yeah. For lazy cinema goers. Yeah, and if you want some uh, crap, crap comedy, 9 o'clock on Channel 4... Scented intelligence with Dwayne Johnson and getting Kevin Hart. Oh, uh, oh. Yeah, you know what you're getting. You know Oof. what you're getting. Oof. Sunday. Smell it from here, Rock. Sunday. Sunday. Put some boots on the afternoon on BBC One. Who was played by Antonio Banderas? Antonio exactly. Banderas. Exactly. It's kind of like a little mini Antonio Banderas festival. It's a season of Antonio Banderas. Tottenham versus Man United. That's the Uh-oh. game on Sunday. Here we go. There you go. Oh my God! I was looking for a team, and then I found a team. You won't have your VAR then, Jim. And heaven knows you'll be miserable now. Oh, now Jim, are after you slagging to me about or beat them? Yes. Yeah, it's in uh, it's in the Wembley, isn't it? That's going to be good. It's going to be. Oh it's, yeah, it's going to yeah, be yeah. tight. So that's on your match du jour at half past ten. Match yeah. du jour. Yeah, I might give that to go all right. <laughs> Who are you up for there, Podgy? Tottenham, obviously. Really. Yeah, yeah. Well, United. Well, well, no. Well, the, the, mean, the, best, the best result is it's a draw, and you all break your legs. You know. <laughs> sure, you don't want Tottenham to get more points. Yeah, yeah. We, we, I don't have to worry about Tottenham. I don't have to worry about Man City. All I have to worry about is Liverpool bleeding and imploding again, right? And it feels like that at the moment. Nah, it doesn't. No, no, nah, no. The FA Cup. He Champions want, League. He wanted, to, he wanted to lose that, didn't he? Could not care less. Focus, focus Still on the big though, When you don't focus, lose focus. rages and then you suddenly start losing. Yeah, no better place to lose than in the FA Cup when it doesn't bleed and matter. Okay. Yeah. The FA Cup matters so little that Man United didn't go to it when they were good and probably win it now they're shy. <laughs> That's not the Liverpool way, Podgy. Yeah, well, the Liverpool way, unfortunately, is not winning the league for 29 years, so I wouldn't mind changing the way a bit for a while. <laughs> pictures! Here on Sunday Pictures, you got to go to work tomorrow. Oh, you do have to go to work tomorrow. The pitcher, the pitcher that made Beverly Hills Cup possible, what would that be? 
The picture that made Beverly Hills Cop possible. Uh, uh, oh, it's the... Uh, yeah, uh, Nick Nolte, Eddie Murphy, 48 hours. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there would have been no Beverly Hills Cop without that. True that. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's on at 10 past 11 on TCM. Oh, yes, it is. But the picture you should be watching on Sunday night, it's a cracking... I love this picture. Even though it's on Virgin Media 1, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Clint Eastwood in the line of fire. Oh, that's a good one. You should watch that video. Good luck to you. Good luck to you, Pudge. There he goes. That is everything that you need to know. There's some good matches. There's some good. There's some good movies. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's the Strawberry Alarm Clock. It's F104. This is Strawberry Alarm Clock on FM 104. Evening. The Strawberry Alarm Clock on FM 104. Woo-hoo. Hello, everybody. Uh, actually, it says it's five stars in the Times Ireland edition today. Stan and Ollie. Stan and Ollie, great. Um, yeah. John C. Riley and Steve Coogan are superb in this really platonic are. love story. I don't know Five which stars. of those guys I love more. Like they're absolutely like if you think of all the things they've done. Yeah, think of them. Like John C. Riley, he's been he was in Magnolia. He was in Wreck It Ralph. He's been in everything. He's been like in so many amazing films, and now he's he's, he's in this. And then Steve Coogan, come on, like like comedy genius. Brilliant actor, and John C. Riley gave Crossy one of the best quotes a few weeks ago. I might have to bring it up to him today. He said, "You you gave one of the guys in the show, yeah, the best quote. You don't want to know how the sausage is made. Just enjoy the sausage. It's <laughs> it's so true for loads of things in life. I want to ask him where he heard it. And if you just tuned in, do enjoy the sausage. Yeah, you know, or the vegan white pudding. Whatever you're into, whatever. Enjoy the sausage. Whatever. Anyway, so yeah, they'll be on the show next week. And uh, the movie is fantastic. Yes, very, very good. And even if you didn't watch them growing up, because, you know, chances are all of us didn't, but you'll still have seen bits of them. And it's it's a good... They were funny. It's a good story in itself. And it kind of explains very quickly at the start of the movie. It, it sets, the, paints the picture for you, so you, you get it. Um, even if you weren't around in the 40s and 50s. They've we, been played ever since. They, they've been played forever, ever since. But, like, the the funny... The stu- when they start doing the actual skits that Laurel Hardy did... Like, like, you can't stop laughing. It's just really yeah. funny. Just 
Silly messing. Funny's funny. Uh, people aged over 65 share almost seven times as many fake news stories on Facebook as the average younger person. That's because there's more older people on Facebook than uh, the younger versions of us. But uh, how many times in life now, and you kind of notice it more now, where you're kind of going, yeah, you know, you only said the other day, where did you see that? Yeah. Oh yeah, well then, like, and but you you find yourself and you feel like you're being a contradictory little, you know what? But you kind of feel obliged to say to the person, "No, actually, I think you have that wrong." That's um, and especially when you you hear the source and you go, "I'm not sure that's actually right there." Yeah, because you, you'd hear an outrageous story. Like some of them might be based in truth, but you'd say like, "Oh, there's apparently there's an ice cream van on the north side and it's going around and it's letting down the tires of all the cars." Watch out for it in the area, and you think, right? Did you hear that on Facebook? Because you never heard about it on the news. Yeah, yeah. Like, where, where's your? Give me, give me your sources. Give me yeah. three sources, please. Is that a real story? Even now, I, I've got, I've starting to doubt because some of the, the things I follow on Facebook or whatever. You do. You start doubting everything. I, if I see BBC News, I go, okay, fair enough. If I see, you know, from the four, I go, oh yeah, okay, this, 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 these are legitimate news sources. But if I see. Some weird story. And then again, things like Waterford Whispers News, which is a parody <laughs> spoof news account, yeah. some of their headlines are so believable, I kind of go, is that? No, it's Waterford Whispers News. Okay, right. Okay, it's a joke. Um, <laughs> have to check. So, like, yeah, it is, it is a weird... And even on Facebook, you know, you see the screenshots with the group names scrubbed out and, oh, uh, my missus knows this one who was dealing directly with him and I'll tell you what, lads... I could go on WhatsApp and just yeah. start a chain make and stuff it up. gets forwarded. Think like. about when you were in school, right? And somebody would say, they'd name a, usually a pop star, and they said, did you hear about that, well, that, that pop star? No. <gasps> they were brought to hospital. Yeah. And such and such, and I can't even go into what the rumour was. Did you hear about that famous actor? Oh, yeah. There was a cat stuck in his ear. You know. We all know the, the different rumours we've all heard, but like they're, some of them are outrageous, and they they're probably not based on any truth. And like even so much as far as here's a cure for diseases and people, oh yeah, I saw that thing, yeah, apparently if you twist your left toe to the right seven times and you wake up, you'll never die. What's the best rumour you've ever heard that wasn't true? Um, There's so many great ones. Mm. You can't say them without uh, getting into trouble. Yeah, you'll probably get yourself into trouble. Why, don't uh, you, why did you WhatsApp us your, your best rumour you've ever heard, but we won't read them out? Cause Facebook. We'll be sued. Have appointed a charity called Full Fact, who whose job it is to identify uh, potentially harmful stories that undermine democracy and spread fake news about terrorist attacks. And any story flagged as potentially being fake will be rated by a team of researchers uh, on this charity who will then, I presume, tell Facebook. Do you remember Ali Moore's got himself in trouble? He said there was a shooting in London during the like yeah. a couple of years ago. Yeah, but like somebody just like dropped a load of boxes at the back of a warehouse or something. There was no gun. There was no shooting. But everyone like all the news sources started getting into lockdown. He, he was hiding in the brass he section like Father Ted. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a bad place to be, guys. There's a, there's a shooting here, and people are saying, "Well, calm down. Are you sure there yeah. was?" And he got he got like Piers Morgan was one and us only Piers Morgan, but he took him to town on it, saying, "You have a lot of followers." You have responsibility. It's alarmist. Spread panic. Now there had been attacks in recent times around the time, so people were on their guard. So yeah, you know. But more than ever now, just because you saw it on Facebook, and that also goes for that uh, Range Rover with a ribbon. We're going to give this away on Friday week. If you like our page, you're going to win this two hundred thousand euro Range Rover. Yeah, they're never ever true. 
and like it, it's the equivalent of their Somalia ringing to say you've won the lotto. Yeah, it's just the digital version. So everybody just check you have to that. Be careful what you believe. All right, check it, please. Now it's time Nudes. for Showbiz Nudes. Nudes. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. The 1975 played the Three Arena last night and their stage was up there with apparently with U2's stage production. Unbelievable stuff. Incredible light show. Um, they really throw a bit of money at it. They don't mess around, those lads. Um, and we, we caught up with them and asked them what cities are best performing. Dublin is a very lovely place to come and play. It's always pretty vibey here. Scotland is always pretty vibey as well. And Manchester, of course, is the hometown. The, the fans now are, are so kind of invested and involved in the band and kind of everything encompassing it that it's always a pretty intense experience at one of our shows yeah 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 and they also told us about the fan reactions to their songs the nice thing for us this time around is that we'd released a lot of the new music before we went on tour which was great because the previous albums we'd been building up with shows to the release so I, mean, I think we t- we didn't take it for granted, but we kind of we were with the first the first show that we played back. We were like, oh god, everyone knows all the new words to all the new songs already. This is great. He does sound a bit like the IKEA guy. That's not Matt now, sure it wasn't. No, the power of of every day. IKEA, IKEA. Why don't you get yourself a lamp? Come back and get you a voucher that you got with your Christmas tree. <laughs> IKEA. Ikea, the power of the, the... What does it say? The wonderful every day. The, wonderful, the wonder of... Is we could do them, man. The wonder of every day, is it? Ikea. 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 Why? Why is there not a main one on the south side? Did you go there on a Sunday morning? Is it busy? Now I'm doing it in French. So, Crossy also met um, James McAvoy, along with Samuel L. Jackson. He's also in the movie Split, with Bruce Willis, who doesn't really do... Uh, Junkets. Um... <laughs> And uh, Crossy asked him, when did he realise they were doing a second movie after Split? Yeah, it wasn't clear to me until a couple of weeks in to shooting Split. And I kept wondering why Knight kept referencing Unbreakable and Elijah and David Dunn. Just every now and again. I was like, yeah, man, I've done movies as well. <laughs> I was like, why is he keeping on about his more movies? And then it just slowly dawned on me one day, I think this is something else. He was a bit more overt about it. He said, you know, we might find ourselves back here in a couple of years with Sam and with Bruce and who knows. But it was a big if, because Split had to make a couple of bucks first, you know. And I think you hear a lot of promises as an actor during the year. This is happening, this is going to happen. And you're like, can I see myself on that screen? I ain't believing it, you know. So um, when Split started to do well at the box office and people liked it, it became quickly apparent we were going to he hasn't lost his Scottish accent anyway, has he? <laughs> he really hasn't. Like he, has, you know, he normally he doesn't speak like that in any movie, so it's strange to hear his real accent again. <laughs> and also, uh, James is topless for most of the movie, and he looks fairly ripped. And we asked him about getting into shape for that role. Yeah, did five, four months, four and a half months on X Men um, with this guy. Did you had Magnus that long. I had Magnus. Yeah, I know, I know. He's a he's a taskmaster. Uh, this this brilliant Swedish, very Viking-looking dude, um, who really knows. No, he's a short Viking. Stuff. He's a short Viking, but he does. He looks like he looks like a Viking if, if he's not standing next to somebody who's five foot ten. Um, he's uh, he really knows his stuff and got me eating a hell of a lot of food and got me lifting a hell of a lot of weights, but just with real specific. Um, detail that really helped. Tried to keep it as uh, as 
tight as possible. His theory was that like if you're not getting it done in the first hour, you're not going to have anything left in the tank to get it done any better than the second hour. So keep it to an hour, hit it as hard as you can, and then you don't exhaust yourself so that you can't train for the next four or five days. You just try to stimulate testosterone. So the top of the box office has been revealed, and we all know that the toy show is number one, mostly sport after that. Uh, room to improve is number five. Yes. When's that coming back? It has to be February. It must be, so, but it doesn't feel like Derek Bannon's been off for TV because uh, I like this, you like this, and then he's on something else. He's on another Vodafone. He's uh, on another one, yeah. one. So uh, I've no doubt he's getting paid very handsomely for all that stuff. Fair play to him. Um, but yeah, you, you kind of, where you had that year where there was no Dermot, and they also, they had repeats on a few nights ago, so that usually means they're, they're warming it up. But you know, that, that, bit where on a Sunday night everyone watches Room to Improve. That's coming soon. Now, there'll yeah. probably only be four episodes, won't there? Because it takes so long to shoot those uh, things. No, it's more, usually more than four. Is it four or five? Uh, it feels like six or eight. Coming up, I will tell you why you could get into terrible trouble if you give somebody your Netflix password. They're going to clamp down on you. People have taken mine quite a few times without being asked. Oh, yeah. well, that's even worse. I know. Well, I'll tell you why uh, Netflix... But you're allowed up to five devices, aren't you, or something like that? Yeah, but if they find out you're giving it to, to, to other people, yeah, they're going to clamp down on that. Oh, okay. mm. So, Netflix, they let you have five, five, up to five devices, and then you pay extra, like, 14 quid now in some cases. Giving your Netflix password to friends could land you in trouble if the firm decides to use new technology to clamp down on account sharing. They have a, an account, a tech company, and they have a new system uses a machine which can spot shared passwords on services including Netflix and HBO. How do you get HBO here? You get Sky. There's always on there, is it? Well, or Now TV. It's Sky Atlantic, HBO are very much linked. But uh, is there an actual HBO player? I don't know. This is the thing. I think there is, actually. And the TV giants will be able to choose how to deal with the culprits, whether it's by making them upgrade to a premium service or shutting down their account altogether. So... I get, I give you my password, but if if you're still only the fifth device, then what's yeah? But if they if they see that it's not being used in your area, but they they can see that the device is not owned by you. Casual credential sharing has become too expensive to ignore for the company. Yeah, well, like the the technology is amazing. I remember giving you my Sky password before to watch something. It was a new season of uh, the Trip Curb or something? It was the Trip. Trip. Yeah, but I had to delete as well. Then you got Now TV, come on. Uh, I had to delete certain devices off my account to be able to add you. So, Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks very much, man. Yeah, I was able to kick you off after 30 days. You have to wait 30 days with, with Sky. Oh. For some reason. But yeah, so the technology is definitely there to know who has it. It's also great satisfaction yourself. If you give someone in your family your password for Netflix five years ago and you forgot, when you log in, there's a profile there. You can take them off. You can just take them off. So they, what, they get notified. Uh, next time they log in they won't be able to log in or that profile will be gone but how I found out my thing my account has been skimmed so someone I think logged in they're not admitting it but someone logged in in the UK on my account someone I know what? and I think they might have no like they they were in the UK with an iPad or something right using your login yeah I knew all that that's fine but and I don't, I don't it, was on, it wasn't in an internet cafe or anything it was like it was on their own private iPad it was on a different territory but somehow someone else then in that same region was able to access the password and was using my Netflix account and I went into my history and there's shows that I hadn't watched but this little Are you sure now? I know you fall asleep watching a lot of things. This little 
What fella. Was, yeah. Had set up his own profile. With your name? With his name and my account. So, so how, like, do you, how do you... How do you so when I logged in and I said, there's Mark, there, that's me, yeah, going there, you'd see Better Call Saul. This guy was a fourth option on my profile. I was able to pick him if I wanted it. And can you delete him? Yeah, you can, yeah. But it's actually quite hard. Oh. So Netflix have have a, a call. You can actually ring people in Netflix. Imagine well, that. Yeah. And like, they'll... They, they can tell actually, you to chill, do they? They can... <laughs> they're not those, those kind of lines. But uh, they can kick people off for you as well. Okay. And then they say the change. cheeky little brat. Change. I know. And he was in Saudi Arabia watching What was it? he watching just as a matter of interest? Just normal, normal stuff, but stuff I hadn't seen. And I definitely hadn't watched and no one else I knew had watched. So... I actually think this is a good idea, Netflix. Especially if you can stop people like that borrowing your... Like yeah. I suppose it's fishing, kind of. Well, think about it. You may have given somebody your Netflix password years ago or ages ago and forgot about it. Yeah, so go in and make sure you're... It's a, it's a time to tidy up your account. I mean, there's so many things you've got to take care of now when you break up with somebody. Yeah. And deleting them from Netflix is probably one of those things. That must be, wor- that must be terrible if you're, if you're with somebody and you break up. And then you log back into Netflix and it says, do you want to resume from where you left off? <laughs> yeah, but, I, but she's not here anymore. She left me. She's logging in with someone else. <laughs> she's Netflix and chilling with somebody else. She's got somebody else's password. Back in a second. Welcome to the new season of First Dates Ireland. Featuring the man in the blue suit with the even bluer eyes. Hey everybody, welcome to the First Aid Restaurant. I'm delighted to be here and I'm going to be your host for the evening whilst commenting on every item of clothes that you're wearing, especially if you're a woman with a look at top. Hey, how you doing? And the unusual barman with the beard who never stops mixing drinks. How you doing, man? How you doing? What can I get you, huh? What can I get you? Have you seen my eyebrow? <laughs> But things aren't always going to plan in the restaurant when the fancy Dan Mickey Dazzler has to sometimes lay down the law to the hippie behind the bar. Hey, uh, my Mohican friends. Hey, man. Could you please put down that drink for two seconds? I need to talk to you about something serious. I can't put it down, man. Yeah, okay, let me do it for you. Oh, oh. Okay. Amen. Listen, man, we need to talk uh, business here, okay? Go ahead. Peace be with you. I've had a few complaints about your uh, smelly Mohican hair and also it's, your... My hair does not smell, man. I wash it in hemp soap. I think that's the problem, man. Listen, the other problem is that goddamn eyebrow of yours. It's oh. constantly popping up. You need to stop that. You mean when I have my eyebrows down like this, then they say something to me and I go this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How are you doing, man? What yeah. can I get you, my good friend? Uh, just got us, like, something strong in a big glass, yeah? Something strong in a big glass? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird looking, man. Yeah, it's my eyebrow thing. I like to do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so could we maybe bring that down to a minimum, man? Because it's, you know, it's crepping my style. Man, that's my thing this season. I like to do my eyebrow up and down. Hey, man, you're not exactly a saint round here. Yeah, hang on, man. I'm the maitre d'. I'm the guy that is front of house. I'm the real star of First Aid's Ireland, okay? Well, a couple of guys have said when they come over and sit here that you're a little bit too complimentary about their suit. 
Uh, here comes a guy now. He's walking along the window in front of me right now. Look at the style of this guy. This guy is looking really good. In comes the door. Hey, man, how you doing? Welcome you to doing? the First State Island Restaurant. Hey. Liam? Yeah, Liam, you're looking really good today. You're Thanks, on fire, man. man. Oh, I like your buddy. shirt, and, you know, you've got a really nice cut suit. And you have a nice suit yourself there, buddy. Well, thank you very much. It's a blue suit. Yeah. I constantly wear it all the time. It's amazing that That's it cool, doesn't yeah. smell so bad. But yeah. I think this is going to be a big day for you. You are on fire. You look absolutely amazing. Okay, I appreciate I the pep talk there. That yeah. you, you, you should be on the catwalk, man. You're like Brad Pitt on steroids. <gasps> you're an amazing, handsome man. Can I you love calm you. down and just give me? Do you want me to kiss you on the cheek? No, bring kiss me over to. Okay, okay. All right, Can you just bring me over to the bar now? I, I love your styles. I love the way you talk. I love the way you walk. I mean, man, you should be wearing. Are you wearing makeup right now? Because you are smoking hot. Could you bring me over to the hairy eyebrow? Because I'm gasping for the point. <laughs> so, that was another tough day at the office, huh? Man, they always are. There's nobody here. You can stop shaking that stupid cocktail know. thing. I'm gonna have to let you in on a secret, buddy. There's nothing in this. I don't know how to make a cocktail. I just do it to annoy people. Is it working? Yes. Okay, it cool. is. It's working. Okay, get uh, okay, out of here, here, please. Hey, here's one for the road. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 